0: Chapter 53 of No Quarter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. No Quarter by Thomas Main Reed. Chapter 53 Again, Presentiments. Don't you wish we were back in Gloucester, Saab? Why wish that, Mark? It's so lonely here how you've changed, and in so short a time. While in the city you were all longings for the country and now... Now I long to get back to the city. The prosaic city of Gloucester too. Even so, and I'm sorry we ever came away from it. You've got yourself to blame. Father was all against it, you know, and only yielded to your solicitations. As you're his favourite, he couldn't refuse you. But you approved of it yourself for another reason. Cyprian had approved of it for another reason thus hinted at. After the taking of Monmouth by the parliamentarians, Sir Richard Walwyn had orders to keep to the Hereford side of the forest and guard the approaches in that direction. Hence his having his horse quartered at Rawden, and hence the desire of the sisters to be back at Holymead House. Now that he was gone to Gloucester, so unexpectedly summoned thither, all was different, and to Varga the country life she had so enthusiastically praised seemed no longer delightful. Well, Vag, like, we're here now, and must make the best of it. Though I confess to feeling it a little lonely myself, I wish father had taken Richard's advice. At his hurried departure, Colonel Walwyn had counselled their leaving Holymead and coming back to reside at Gloucester. If not at once, soon as the removal could be conveniently made. The knight, without wishing unnecessarily to alarm them, had yet some apprehensions about their safety in that remote place. But they were not shared in by his intended father-in-law, who, although not absolutely rejecting the advice, still delayed following it. So secure felt he that, even on the very day when Sabrina was speaking of it, he had himself gone to Gloucester on committee business, and left his daughters at Holymead alone. Vigar echoed her sister's wish, then added, It may be worse than lonely. Don't you think there's some danger? Oh, oh no, what danger? Why, from the enemy, the king's people. There are none nearer than Bristol and Hereford. You forgot Goodridge Castle. No, I don't but with Monmouth in the hands of our soldiers, the Goodrich garrison will have enough to do taking care of itself, without troubling us. Monmouth had not yet been retaken by the Royalists. At least no word of that had reached Holymead House. Besides, she continued, Sir Henry Lingen would not likely molest us. You remember, before the war he was very much father's friend, and and before he was married very much yours.' interpolated the younger sister "'with a glance of peculiar significance. "'I remember that, too. "'For the which reason? "'He might be the very man to molest us. "'There's such a thing as spitefulness, "'and he could scarce be blamed "'for feeling it a little. vage don't say such silly things. "'There never was aught between Sir Henry and myself, "'nor any reason for his being spiteful now. "'We have nothing to apprehend from that quarter.' Still, we may from some other. What other are you thinking of? Not any in particular, only a vague sense of somebody, a uh, foreboding, as when we were out hawking just before that courier arrived. I had the same feeling then, and it came true. Admitting it did, what evil came of it? None, only an ordinary event, Richard and Eustace being separated from us. So long as the war lasts, "'We must expect that, and be patiently resigned to it.' Though sage a grown, Vega was still not equal to the strain of any prolonged resignation. Of a subtle, nervous nature, she was easily affected by signs and omens, felt presentiments, and had belief in them. One was upon her at this same moment, and in an instant after she saw that which seemed likely to justify it. "'Look!' she cried. "'Look yonder!' They were in the withdrawing room, having entered it after eating breakfast, she herself standing at one of the windows, with eyes bent down the long avenue. What had elicited her exclamation was a figure that, having passed inside the park gates, was coming on for the house. A woman, but of man's stature, and by this easily identifiable. For at the first glance, Vega recognised the sister of Katja Jack. It was not that which had caused her to exclaim so excitedly. Winnie was an almost every-day visitor at the big house, having much business there, and nothing strange would be thought of her coming to it at any time. The strangeness was the way in which she was making approach, hurriedly and in long strides almost at a run. What can it mean? mechanically interrogated Sabrina, who had joined the other at the window. So unlike Winnie Flett's usual stately step, I like her manner too. She seems greatly excited. Something amiss, I fear. Oh, sister, I'm sure of it. Just what I've been thinking and saying. She has news for us, and sad news, you'll see. I trust not. Stay, this is Monmouth market day. Possibly she had been to the market and heard something there. In that case, it's not likely to affect us much. All we care for being on the other side of the forest and yet the catchers could scarce have been to the market, and back again already. "'Tis too early, but we shall soon know.' By this the is was pushing open the wicked gate of the Hoar Hoar, and now, near, they could read the expression upon her features, which showed full of concern. Though the month of October, the morning was warm, and the window in which they stood, a casement, had been thrown open, stepping out into a little balcony outside, and leaning over the rail, Sabrina called out interrogatively. You have some news for us, Wynne? Deed yes, my lady, that I, I and sorry be I to, to say it. Bad news, then, exclaimed both Sisters in a breath, their hearts audibly beating. Is it anything from Gloucester? gasped out the elder one, the other mentally echoing the question. No, my ladies, it be all about Moneth. This some little relieved them, and more tranquilly they waited to hear what the news was. Than beast bad, as ye ha guessed,' continued the cataracts. Him have been took by the cavaliers. Him who? simultaneously exclaimed the sisters, again greatly excited. Monmouth, mistresses. I said Monmouth, didn't I? Oh yes, yes. They were too glad to give assent, without noticing her ungrammatic provincialism. Monmouth taken by the cavaliers, you say? "'Yes, my ladies. They should be back into it, and has shut up the parliamentarians in prison. Or us didn't get away.' "'Where have you hurt, this win? You haven't been to Monmouth yourself, have you?' "'No, Mistress Sabrina. Only part ways. Jack and me started for the market, but for us crossing the ferry at has heard who the sheriff wore down at Monmouth, and had helped them orackling to cap the town. At taken the hint, us turned back and hurried home, fast as ever we could.' "'and I hadn't lost a minute in coming to tell you.' Tris thoughtful of you, Winifred,' said Sabrina. "'And we give you thanks. "'Now go round to the cook and have something to eat. "'But stay, I'm forgetting. "'You haven't told us what time had happened. "'I mean, the, the, the taken of Monmouth. "'You heard that, didn't you? "'Yes, mistress. "'Night afore last, or, or clearly yestermorn. "'When broke, the king's flag be seen over the castle, "'and there were great rejoicings in the town. "'So told we the ferryman or Goodrich.' "'What should we do?' inquired Varga, after the catarists had parted company with them, retiring to the kitchen. "'What can we do? Nothing till father comes home. "'As they must have had the intelligence at Gloucester yesterday evening at latest, we may look for him soon. "'I suppose we must give up all thoughts of Hawking today. "'Someone had better go to Van Dorn's lodge and tell him not to come.' <sighs> "'Too late. There he is now.' The falconer was seen approaching by a side path, with an attendant who carried the hawks on a carriage. A couple of dogs following. At the same instant, settled horses and the charge of grooms were being brought round from the rear of the house. All this had been ordered beforehand, the ladies having sat down to breakfast, customed and equipped for the sport of falconry. "'Shall we send them back?' queried Sabrina, irresolutely. "'Why should we?' Vega was passionately fond of Hawkin and, now that she knew the worst of that foreboding late felt, was something of herself again. The taking of Monmouth was but one of the many incidents of the war. No misfortune had happened to any in whom they had special concern. "'I suppose we'll have to leave Holymeat now,' she added, "'once more to take up our abode in cities. "'In which case it may be long before we have another day with Hawks, "'if we don't go when dawn will be so disappointment.' if we do then rejoined sabrina half assentingly it mustn't be far not outside the park Agree to that no need for our going out of it inside we'll find plenty of things to fly your mare at as for my pears, if better don't turn up we can whistle them off at a corset so it was settled and in twenty minutes after they were in their saddles and away beyond sight of the house listening to the hoo-ha-ha-ha-ha the whistle and the whoop. End of chapter 53 Recording by Mocha